Welcome to Juggling Podcast number 12. It's a continuation of Podcast 11, all done in the same recording uh, session with me and Polar. We talk about the British Young Juggle of the Year, great news there, a haggis juggling world record, the Scottish Juggling Convention, and catch up with uh, uh, Team Rootberry at the Scottish Juggling Convention as well with an interview, and uh, wrap things up at the end. So, enjoy. Let's go back further in time uh, to the time when we actually recorded uh, this last podcast. Uh, two, a few things that uh, we were aiming to do at the Scottish Juggling Convention. One of the things was to uh, to promote the British Young Juggle of the Year show, which is going really well. We've got a lot of entrants into that as well. We've got some girls entering, which is uh, 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 very new, cool. which is cool. The girl I actually mentioned before at the Scottish Convention, and I said, hey, there's this girl who's really, really good. I mentioned it last podcast. Um, it turns out she's German. So she can't enter. But she was really, really good. She would have won. I mean, she was just that good. Um, but you don't get jugglers that good in the UK, only in Germany of that age. Uh, and I'm not kidding. She was she was probably a better juggler than most jugglers in the UK. Uh, and I'm talking not just girls. I'm talking guys of any age as well. She was, she was really good. Not exactly my kind of style. And she even had a routine. Yeah, she had a really good routine. You could say that she's, you know, she's used to jumping around a circus, uh, but she's German. But there was another girl there called uh, uh, Sarah. Was it Sarah? Yeah. Uh, Sarah, she's entered. Also, I've got some emails through. Quite a few other people have entered, including we've got a first team routine. So, um, you two, didn't tell me. Yeah, well, they've only just confirmed. I just got oh. the email this evening. Um, so I, I've actually say to, said to people before, if people have asked, can we enter with a two-person act? I say, yes, but you're not eligible for the audience vote. So you're not up against the other people. And you're not eligible for Why? the... Well, because it's not fair. Because, you know, it, I don't think it's fair that a two-person act goes up against a one-person act. It's not really fair in that way. And also, they're not up for the Judges' Choice Award. Um, but they still can get a gold award or a silver award. Does that make sense? So they're, they're being judged on how well they do as a as a duo act, but not in direct competition to any of the solo jugglers. Does that make sense? So anyway, we've got some guys uh, wanting to do that. Uh, what do they want to do? I don't know. I've, I don't know anything about the act. Then again, a lot of these guys, I, I never actually ask what they're going to be doing beforehand. I just let them, or I never, you know, clear it with anything. Anyone can do anything. There's no prelim, prelims or video preliminaries or anything like that. It's very, very open uh, and very to encourage as many people to take part as possible. Last year we had like 13 people. Not that many people have signed up so far this year, but we've still got a few months to go. Also, really oh, good news. Oh, and Matt, if you listen to that, take part again with the same routine. Yes, Matt Pang. Ma- Matt Pang. Um, Pang. Pang, as in <laughs> as in German for bang is Pang. <laughs> Matt Pang. Um, yeah, do it again. I really, uh, as long as you're still young enough, I think. I'll vote is. for you again. Uh, yeah, because we really enjoyed your routine. Um, I know Tom Derek is doing tennis balls again, which I'm really, really looking forward to to see what he's doing there. Um, I'm guessing Norb is going to be doing rings again, and uh, and a few other people are, are doing uh, entering again as well. And Alan? Aaron. Aaron. Uh, well, he's contacted me saying, well, he's doing lots of stuff with his circus school and he's not sure if he's got time to put together the routine. He, he actually asked, can I host the show? And I'm like, mm, maybe. maybe. I've, I've offered him to host the show last year as well, but uh, he didn't want to host it. I still hope he, he's going to enter in the show. Um, but big, big news is that 
<laughs> I never saw that. <laughs> so we both had to comment on the same trick um, that Saki was doing there on the DVD. Very, very good DVD so far. No, big news for the British Young Juggler of the Year show is that the we have prize money, proper prize money this year. The Arts Council of England are putting £500, £500 of uh, prize money into the uh, into the competition, which is going to go to uh, probably to the the judges' choice and the gold medal or the silver medal winners, because it has to be spent on some kind of performance stuff. So for promo material or for a um, video or for yeah for video or for costume or new props or something like that. Uh, so uh, hopefully we'll be able to get um, uh, other people to to put some money in as well. I'm going to put maybe a bit of money in as well to uh, to to go towards the prize fund so we can keep the yeah, prize money. Don't have money I know but I really do believe that you know to encourage young guys to take part and to actually make it into like a, a respectable competition and things Find like that German, and then you can give away oi, your oi. money it's if it's my money I can do it but really what I'm wanting to do is match the 500 pounds with other people to donate and uh, be part of it maybe I'll get some of the uh, uh, vendors who are going to be there you know the juggling prop vendors at the, we the convention do the to trick do some. contest again yeah the we're, best trick we're con- definitely doing oh, the no, best no, trick no, contest no, no, yeah a, yeah but not that the people are winning something yeah it's just like for honor, yeah. But the money that we collect, yeah, for like the drops, yeah, that we put that into the hat as well. Well, to be honest, I'm not entirely sure that I want to uh, do the drop competition. Maybe I do. Maybe I'll 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 ask the for feedback. The people really enjoyed. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully we'll do the drop competition. Especially because it wasn't <laughs> look at, boring. Look at He's clapping himself in the mirror. Did yeah. you see that? No. Okay. Um, the thing mm-hmm. is. The people weren't bored before the show, before it started. Really? Because they had something to do to pump Yeah, the people, like, most of the people gave gave a pound. Yeah. But they had to wait until they it was their turn, and they had yeah. to think how many drops there will be, and then the place okay. was full, and it was just a good, fun okay, thing. Okay, so we'll do that again. Uh, another few th- cool things about it is that uh, we'll hopefully make a video of it as well this year, and what I'd love to do is actually uh, is, is put the video... Uh, online and get people to pay a few euros or a few pounds or whatever it is per download maybe four or five euros per download and that will go into like a fund for prize money and or to support next year. to support it next year and also uh, another cool thing is last year we had t-shirts um, which were kindly donated by the the BJC surplus award which means previous British juggling conventions that have made extra money they've got this cash to spend on something so uh, the guys who are in charge of that fund mainly Rob Stone from York and the BJC in 2000 still got money left over he said he's willing to uh, to uh, pay for some t-shirts again this year so hopefully we'll have better t-shirts and uh, and everything's cool in that way as well I think that's it for the British Young Juggler of the Year show uh, finally one other big thing about the Scottish Juggling Convention uh, not only did I want to do a really good show and uh, have a good time and do lots of juggling and things like that, uh, there was a big thing for me, which is the the haggis juggling world record. The haggis is the Scottish nasty Scottish sausage kind of thing. They weigh about five hundred grams each, and they're a really really uh, uh, weird shape and uh, very very hard to do. I've actually been uh, I've actually broken the haggis world juggling the world haggis juggling record twice in the past and I managed to do it again this time probably wasn't it fantastic it was great haven't you fallen in love with me all over again because of that's my line <laughs> so uh, and 
Even in the first place, it wasn't meant serious. So how shall it be in the second? Okay. Well, um, yeah, we did really well. And uh, if you want to see hey, this... in space. <laughs> Little doll in space. I know this is the Juggle Doll music video, and it's fantastic. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, do you remember the dog in the plane? The dog in the plane? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. A video that we watched Reminds online. Dog that. on the plane. I'll put a link to that on the uh, on, on the on the thing as well. Also, yes, because I broke the haggis juggling uh, haggis juggling world record. I did make a video of it. Apoli recorded it for me um, as well. Forty one point oh four or forty one point four seconds. And uh, I could have gone longer, but I decided to c catch it and stop clean. Except I didn't. Yeah. It's sure. true. If you look at the video, you can see I stopped on purpose, um, which I was really impressed with. Maybe uh, in a few years' time, I'll go back there and once again reclaim it, and maybe the the uh, Discovery Channel will turn up and cover it again. I'll maybe put the link for that on 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 the on the blog as well. Um, so yeah, haggis juggling four haggis didn't get that record because uh, I was doing too many pirouettes and tricks during the run and dropped. And the three haggis record, uh, we went for about thirteen fourteen minutes. Me and Bill Berry. Uh, who was part of Team Rootberry, who was there at the convention. And, uh, yeah, we, we did did um, quite a lot. And we decided we were going to drop at the same time to claim the uh, the record as a as a duo, as a, as, a, as a team. And that's what we did. We counted one, two, three, threw one high, and it hit the floor, and that was it. And we got a joint record. Actually, what me and Rob, uh, Rob Tapuka, Rob, uh, wanted to do a Is few Rob years ago. Uh, Annette Rob. No, no, no. It was another Rob um, uh, from Edinburgh. I think he's he hails from. Does a lot of staff twirling and stuff. You probably recognise him if you met oh, him. Oh yeah. And uh, and so we decided that we were going to pass together, and it didn't work. <laughs> he dropped when he was setting up, getting ready to pass. But this time we managed to get a team record. So me and Billberry hold the record together. Um, but yeah, overall Scottish convention, pretty good pony. You had a good yeah. time. Venue not fantastic. We didn't want to venue complain. Venue crap. Yeah, venue really, really, no really. No showers. Bad. Yeah, it's really, really bad. Really good convention. Uh, but the thing when is, when Luke said before we left, Paula, you should take a shower. There won't be showers there. I laughed and said, like, no way. They, of course, they have to have showers. Otherwise, I'll, I'll take a shower in the venue. They seriously didn't have any showers. Okay, um, so the venue wasn't good, but the show was good fun. We had a lot of fun seeing the guys there. Uh, we had a, a, the opening act was Marco Bonissimo, who's one of my favourite jugglers. We we got an interview with him as well, uh, which I actually wanted to share in this podcast, but Polo was like, nope, let's let's share the interview that we did with Team Rootberry instead. So uh, are you ready for yeah. this, Polo? and let's keep the other one for next time. Okay, we've got it next. The thing is, we did Paper, Scissors, Rock, um to decide and I won yeah, I so, just want uh, to mention that we did uh, schnick schnuck schnuck uh, so we're not having a Marco Bonissimo uh, interview instead we're going to do an interview with uh, someone called Bill Berry no Jonathan Root actually wasn't it uh, so Jonathan Root and Bill Berry make up the team Root Berry uh, but so, Bill joined in yeah Bill joined well. in but mainly it was uh, with Jonathan he was talking about lots of different stuff so uh, should we just play this yeah we this still have to send now? him the link yeah we will send him the link uh, and all links again up on the blog I'll uh, I'll make some like notes from the show show notes and, are we uh, saying goodbye now or no I think later? what we'll do I think what we'll do Polly is we'll play this interview now okay um, it lasts about 15 minutes um, it'll be a long podcast I know it's going to be put, ages Shall we split two it into two parts? No, no, we'll just do it because it's been a while. You know, people want to catch up. An hour-long podcast, 
doesn't matter. It's been interesting, hasn't it? We haven't done that much waffling. So let's play this play this interview. I still can't believe that people are interested in our life. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe they're all just on iTunes and it keeps downloading it week after week automatically. They're not just not listening to it. It's just loads of people downloading yeah, it. Yeah, but some people are writing us back that they enjoy it. That is they true. They are the strange people. No, no you're very nice. Yeah, we're all, everyone's Thanks very nice. Listening. Very nice. Um, so let's... Uh, we'll, we'll press play on the interview. We'll also press play on the extras on the Juggle Doll DVD and, uh, and keep going through that. Then when it goes up we'll do a quick wrap up of the juggle doll yeah and a quick wrap up of the of if the podcast I, didn't fall asleep I don't then. think you'll fall asleep by oh, then I'm quite tired. um let's uh, let's get this let's get this going so here we go um team rootberry at the scottish juggling convention okay with me now um or with us now with me and polar here we're at the uh, the scottish juggling convention but here we are doing an interview with jonathan root hi jonathan Hello. And Jonathan is part of a, a juggling team called Team Rootberry, um, which is quite well known in the juggling world, but also outside of it. Um, so, Jonathan, just tell me a little bit about how you and Bill, Bill's not with us here doing the interview. If he, if he walks past, we'll catch him. But uh, tell me a little bit about how you got into juggling and, um, and how long ago that was. I started juggling almost 10 years ago. I met Bill and he had the basic juggling pattern down. Yeah. And I convinced him it was a good way to make a living. Was it a good way to make a living? Thus far, yes. It's working out for you? It's still working out. It's okay, so, so what was the first things that you did with your juggling together? Uh, we went to Scotland. <laughs> so this is a return trip for us. In 1998, we went to Scotland and attempted to street perform. And that did not work out very well at all. But we're better now. We won't go into that right away. Okay, so what were you doing? Um, not, you, know, you say the street performing didn't work out. So what was, how were you paying your pills as a professional juggler back then? Uh, I made balloons. Not definitely not a professional juggler because that did not pay the bills. I was a balloon guy. That's how I started doing kids' birthday parties. Great. Well, that's cool. Um, so, uh, so balloon modeling and like uh, failing at street shows isn't a great start. Of course, you've gone a long way since then. So, uh, how about you tell us a little bit of history since um, what's that, 1998? Yeah. Tell us a bit what's happened since then. Well, we decided we wanted to compete in IJA. We did that a couple times and we were mildly successful. <laughs> mildly? Mildly. And then... What do you mean mildly? You sort of entered and got through prelims. Is that mildly successful? Yeah, we made it through prelims a couple times, three times, every time. Yeah. <laughs> and and we, we bribed the judges and that's how we got our medals too. So, yes, yeah, good stuff. And, uh, but obviously it's not just the IJA. What were you doing during the time that you were performing at the IJA? Because that's not, a, you can't make money ever just by going to the IJA, of course. No money to be made at IJA. That is a well-known fact. <laughs> um. Nice one. <laughs> it's, it's true. true. No, I'm asking you how you, what you're doing. How you nicely got into <laughs> that question. About I'm, not, I'm, there. I'm not bashing the IJA. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know, I ask you what you're doing for a living and you say you went to IJA competitions and, and were mildly successful. And even being mildly successful, what you win like $100 or something? No, tell me what you're doing otherwise. California. We worked almost three years there doing roving and occasional shows. And that's where Bill got really good at juggling. And, and you? And I learned a little bit about comedy and picked up some juggling along the way. And... Working in, in San Diego at the time, if you wanted to do well, you also had to have a skill set so you could work in the clubs. That's why we developed the sword swallowing. So during the day, we would do very dull, you know, 
juggling stuff yeah. and very kid friendly. And then at night we started working nightclubs, freak show kind of thing. Yeah, doing you know sword swallowing, fire eating, etc. And since then we got rid of most of that and kept the sword swallowing because very few people do it. Okay, so you keep unique. And uh, what's your main line of work these days? Of course, you're not working at Legoland anymore. No more Legoland. They they got rid of us, which was was great for us. It was the best thing that ever happened to us. What, being fired? Yes, being fired from Legoland. That was uh, prior to 9-11. Yeah. And so we became free agents at that point and started... Uh, we really didn't know <laughs> all it took to be a juggler. We didn't have promotional materials uh, at the ta at the time we needed a tape not a DVD oh, yeah. we didn't have any of that stuff so in the next six months we developed some of that stuff traveled a little did some surfing did some yeah. snowboarding <laughs> and then and then we got a gig at Circus Circus in Reno did that for three months that's a casino is it yeah it was a casino and we did anywhere from three shows to six shows a day, 10 minute acts, and that was good. That helped our juggling tremendously. And then we took some months off, and then we did Circus Circus again for six months. It's a long answer. Yeah, I was just wondering what you're doing <laughs> now is what the question was. So what are you doing? I mean, you touring around? Now. Now we are working in colleges, doing an hour long show, and we also work in cruise ships, and that's our mainstay. That's cool. That's cool stuff. So you said before about the IJA. I don't want to go just, just pure IJA bashing, but just tell us a bit of the story about how you uh, somehow managed to beat um, Olga and Vova and get the team competition. Was it 2003? Uh, I don't think we actually beat them. I think no? they defeated themselves by being nervous and stuff. They're obviously way better technical jugglers than us, and they just let the let nerves get the best of them. They were not very polished at the time and so they had a lot of drops and we had a a mockumentary really of, a, of an act that was fairly clean and somehow the judges gave it to us. <laughs> but it felt good winning the IJA? Oh yeah, it was a goal. It was a, it was a life goal to win the IJA and it just so happened that Bill won the individuals that year as well. And the People's Choice Award. And the People's Choice Award and the Dan Holzman three ball thing. So that was your year at the IJA? It was. It was a good year. And did you actually make any money from going to the convention that year? Yes, we actually, uh, yes, made money. That's wow, that's, that was one of the only things. So are you going to go back there and uh, defend your title, sort of reclaim the gold for Team Rootberry or anything like that? Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> no title defenses for us. We are retired from competition juggling, and now we focus on making people laugh. You say retired from competition. You also entered the WJF that year. Uh, that really wasn't a competition. It was more of an exhibition for us because, you know, when you don't have a hope of winning, in your own mind you have to say, hey, this is just an exhibition and just so happened that it was televised and that's neat. Yeah? Yeah. Television's neat. <laughs> well, ESPN2, neat. 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 Wait, I mean, you can put it in your promo pack, can't you, <laughs> that you, uh, you were the second best t juggling team in the world or something like that? Uh, well, I, I wouldn't claim, I wouldn't make that claim, but uh, on that day, yeah, with the three teams that were involved, you were, you were the, the average team. We, well, <laughs> I, I think the Germans were actually better than us, <laughs> but
but you know, the judges, again, bribery. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see how it goes. Um, so, no more IGA, no more WJF. Um, how about, I mean, you guys, you could compare yourselves to like the passing zone, you do sort of like longer, like comedy shows and things like that. They did quite well at the, uh, the America's Got Talent TV show last year. Uh, how about you thinking of going in for that kind of thing? Absolutely not. Why not? <laughs> well, see, if it was America has got talent or America has talent, maybe, but they just... It's a grammar issue for you, isn't it? It is. It's, it's mainly a grammar issue, and, and we don't feel that that's a good way for us to display what we do. <laughs> Even though the passing zone did quite well, they got like, what? 10th place? No, they got to the final. I don't know how well they did, but they, they seem to do quite well out of it. They did make it to the finals and were not in the top five, but they did very, very well, and and more so than their placing, they they made juggling look good as much as can be. <laughs> you think so? I, yeah, I mean, they did, I think it's good for the industry for us. I think they made us look good. I mean, as far as juggling is concerned, they didn't freak out or you know get stressed out about what the judges said so I, they they had a good showing oh that's cool but so you're, you're very uh, like in the end not competitive you just want to get up there make people laugh entertain people with juggling at this point yes i mean i'm a competitive person but i would i would much rather spend my time making people laugh and i think it's it's much more beneficial and financially rewarding as well <laughs> Cool. Uh, well, let's get back to the juggling. The polar. You were saying before that uh, you liked Bill's feeble routine. Yeah, of course. It was great. It was entertaining, and a lot to see. Cool stuff. So, where, where does that three ball routine come through? Because I mean, I've seen that years ago. What? That's quite an old routine for Bill, isn't it? Uh, it's. Not for me. <laughs> well, exactly. For I mean, when you first see it, it's fantastic. But uh... Uh, it started out in 2002. Yeah. That routine, and then it's it's had steady growth you know yeah. basically we developed that while working at circus circus he would do two minutes of the show and we decided you know we shouldn't do five minutes of three ball so it's a very tight-knit two yeah. minutes of three ball juggling and but it is developing is it uh still yeah it's okay. developing i mean even as recent as a couple months ago he changed a couple of the tricks so cool still developing yeah i should really have bill here to talk to that because to be honest i want to see more Bill three ball juggling in the show. I mean, it's it's great. I mean, it's fantastic. But you know, I want to see a bit more of, uh, of him just ripping out with the with the three balls or something like that. Uh, we've we've considered it. Yeah. He he has some some other tricks that he wants to show the world. So yeah, I think it's quite cool. I like yeah. that it's short. You like that it's short? Yeah, because you have the feeling I want to see more. Yeah. And I prefer that feeling than oh he could stop now. I think it's great when you when you think it's not enough that you have seen. And it's short and it's entertaining. So I have a question for you. Wait, wait a second, we'll get to this. We'll get to this later because I've actually got written something like that, something like that down. Uh, just a bit again. You're juggling. You uh, like a cool. Uh, uh, oh, Bill's Bill's coming along. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get him in here as well. I haven't actually talked to him about doing this podcast. So uh, a bit about the club passing that you do. You just do a six club routine. Um, although I have seen you, I have seen you do the the, uh, the seven and eight clubs and things like that. Do you actually do that in your show? No longer. We mainly do six clubs in our show it's a fun routine very non-competitive like routine yeah. and uh, occasionally we do seven clubs as a finale no more eight clubs no more nine clubs yeah. so why is that it's just because it's too hard you can't be bothered you jet lagged when you turned up to <laughs> an event what was the kind of thing that you 
the thinking behind that is is we desire to make people laugh and desire to put on a good show and if you're thinking about the juggling we tend to drop some people don't have that challenge well for the most part russian kids yeah. <laughs> and so yeah for us we just we like to have fun we'd rather pe make people laugh you do make you, do make, you did you had a very successful show yesterday i think i mean i had a good quite a good reaction here from the uh, the guys here thank you <laughs> Oh, the the pig. pig, yes. <laughs> so, um, just some questions for the end of the interview as well. Um, questions that I like to ask everyone who I do interviews with for the podcast. Hi, Bill. Hey, how you doing? Uh, this is Bill Berry, just turned up at the end of the interview here. Um, first of all, who are your main inspirations for your juggling and your performing? Well, for me, it's Anthony Gatto and Victor Key. Why those guys? Anthony, because he has such incredible technical, raw skill, and Victor, because he moves so incredibly well and just has such great vision. That's cool. And, and uh, John? Uh, most of my inspirations are comically uh, Reese Thomas, uh, definitely one of them. He's a, he's a juggler, is he? He's a, he's a juggler as well. And then some comedians have absolutely been inspirational. Phil Palisol, um, Jay Sankey, as far as juggling is concerned. Uh, Joey Cousin, tremendous. Also yes. Victor Key, Thomas Dietz is amazingly fun to watch Anthony Sean McKinney Sean McKinney Jay Gilligan both those two of my favorites cool stuff uh, any non-juggling heroes or non-performing heroes who sort of inspire you to do what you do any? these guys are looking at each other going wait a second give me a minute and Polo's miming Superman down there I don't know what's going um, on Will Murray he doesn't perform but he's a juggler his club juggling is just incredibly fun to watch yeah, me and Polo, we know Will Murray and, uh, and Rhonda as well. We're, yeah, we do. We're yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we, do. We, do know, we do know those guys, and we agree with you. Will is one of my favorite jugglers to watch because he's Stouty just, just bonkers stuff. Um, yeah, uh, any questions for Polo and me at all? Does anyone actually listen to this? Yeah, we get There's quite a few <laughs> not, people. Not right now. Not right now. <laughs> it's not live. It's, it's not live, but this, this, this podcast does go out, and um, the last count we get about 400 downloads for, for each episode or something like that. That's and, of course, the, 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 the older episodes, there's more people come and listen. They're, they're getting more. And stripping on, on, uh, live on podcast. Yeah, when Pearl, since we got Polo in, it's a bit... 400, I would say that's probably the most popular podcast for juggling Yeah, that the there world. is. It's probably one of the most popular <laughs> we juggling... We feel honoured to be part of it. Yeah, and um, but you're in, you're in good company because we've got some uh, really good uh, interviews that we've done so far with people like uh, Rio Yabi and Victor Key as well, that we've got these, uh, awesome. these things recorded, and um, hopefully we'll get some other people. Uh, last words to jugglers. You know, if you, were, if you were to give like one comment, one piece of advice, one message to other jugglers, just one guy to another, one juggler to another... Um, Polishing world piece down there. Um, what would what would the uh, what your piece of advice or, or comment to another juggler be, Jonathan? Be original. That's it. Be original and and do do something that suits you. Whether it you know, like for instance, a lot of people when we first started, they're like you know, oh, you guys have to have one guy who's the straight man, one guy who's the you know the slapstick guy, and for us, we are an extension of ourselves on stage. I mean, when we do, a, we just have we just have fun. Yeah. So be yourself. I mean, be be true to yourself and be original. Cool. And uh, Bill, any any words, final words from you? 
When, when we got started, we got to talk with the Passing Zone quite a bit, and they were very instrumental in helping us get started. And one of the best words of advice they gave me is just don't ever stop. Don't, don't stop? Don't quit. If, if you really want to make a living as a juggler, just keep doing it. They've been at it for, I think, 20-something years now and doing really, really well, but just don't give up. We just hit the 10-year mark, and I can't wait to see what we'll be doing in 20 years. So, so you're not giving up. Well, uh, Jonathan, thank you very much. Bill, as well, for coming in at the end there. Thank you very much, and uh, it's been great doing this interview with you. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There's our interview with uh, with uh, uh, well with Bill and uh, but mainly um, uh, no with Jonathan and mainly oh, yeah, yeah. with Bill. Yeah, uh, a, a little bit with a uh, little bit with Bill, mainly with Jonathan. Um, so hopefully you enjoyed that. Uh, we actually had a lot of uh, a lot of fun up there with those guys at the Scottish Convention. Um, so much so that Polo's like, hey, I want to do cruise ship gigs because she was. <laughs> You were, you were chatting no, to Jonathan? No, I always wanted to, to try it out, but now definitely. Okay, well, uh, maybe that's something we'll aim for in the future. Also, I just noticed that they mentioned that they... Uh, uh, that they that they went into they they went to a street show festival not the street show festival the Edinburgh Edinburgh Fringe Festival and they tried to be street performers, um, but then actually we looked at their website and on their resume it's not fair don't do it I, I don't want that it's not fair okay well you found it well tell us we'll tell no, you no because it's not <laughs> no it's great they actually put down you know in their like international performances they put down <laughs> Edinburgh Fringe Festival and I know how bad that gig was because they told us a number of times actually how bad things went Their for them. Worst in the gig ever. Worst gig ever. Like they they didn't get... What did they get? Like they, four cents? Th they got four pounds or less than four pounds and a homeless guy actually gave them some of the money that they got <laughs> at the Edinburgh Fringe. But this is the mark of a true professional that it doesn't matter how badly the show went, they still put down that they were street performers at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival um, on their website. In the resume, and I just think that's fantastic. Uh, which isn't—I don't think that's the kind of thing I'd want to do. But um, I, I could always say, you know, like I've performed in twenty countries, and one of the places I did perform was in Spain with my brother on the streets. And uh, after all, our bags were stolen, <laughs> so we didn't have any juggling gear or anything like that. So we we're just doing like really bad crap street shows. But we we got more than Bill and Jonathan did. Um, but yeah, I can still say, hey, I performed in Spain, even though I was uh, seventeen at the time and didn't do any juggling. Uh, anyway, uh, I think that's pretty much it. Oh yeah, also uh, uh, Bill and Jonathan gave us their DVD, which I flicked through a bit as well. That looks a lot of fun. Um, I, I bet I want to watch it again. And talking of DVDs, Juggle Doll. Polly, what do you think of a, of a juggling DVD like that? Mm. Produced by Peapot. Um, I'm already half asleep. You're actually yeah, nodding off a bit there. Yeah, maybe yeah. it was. A, maybe this podcast this evening is a bit long. It is half past one in the morning. But hey, I didn't want to leave it till like next week to record this podcast because I had a lot of things to share. Well, I actually really, really enjoyed D Juggle Doll um, uh, with Sakari, uh, produced by. Um, Maxim. Maxim, yeah, I think Maxim was the guy behind this. Um, also, tomorrow I'm going to go along to Maxim's workshop at the Catacomb and, and uh, see what he's doing there, maybe uh, do an interview with him. He said he'd like to do an interview, but he's always been a bit tired in the evenings after his workshop, so maybe I'll catch him before his mm. workshop, do an interview. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I can understand that he's tired, I'm what? tired. Yeah, okay. Um, but so I'd, I'd like you to do an interview with him. Yeah, He's I juggling think looks very, very cool. Yeah, uh, I keep saying I saw all him these at a few juggling clubs, 
in, in Berlin now. And yeah. I, I quite enjoyed watching him. It is, it is. He is an amazing juggler. And I keep saying all these different people are my some of my favourite jugglers. Maxim is one of my favourite jugglers. I did uh, a, a workshop with him uh, back in 2003. It was the first like long workshop that I did and paid a lot of money to go and do. Uh, definitely well worth it. He's doing a workshop here in the catacomb. Oh, you made a work... Uh, took a workshop yeah him oh. and uh, Sean and Catty Gandini um, mm. th- those guys and uh, there was a three per- oh the did three you juggle with them he didn't juggle with them but they sort of shared the workshop six okay. days of workshop between the two of them just imagine that well it was fantastic uh, anyway so this weekend we're going to the to Belgium for the Ypres convention aren't we probably and then uh, we've got other conventions lined up not going to go into that more now but uh, join us next week once again uh, hopefully next week will not be a one hour epic um, podcast like I this has been I think we should split it into two parts uh, so anyway yeah uh, see you guys I'll catch you guys next week we'll have news from the uh, from the Ypres juggling convention and uh, goodbye Good night. <laughs>